Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi party people um yeah so actually <laughs> um earlier this week i i saw on instagram that micah suggested a tv show um and i started watching it because you know it looked good i like sumo uh turns out it's the most popular show in Japan. So Michael was just an early adapter to that. Uh, Julia has watched it twice now. Mina binged it in one day. Uh, and yeah, it's a really good show. Sanctuary. I'm like halfway through. Um, if you're even vaguely interested in sumo uh, and pretty much any, like if you want to know kind of the ins and outs of just sporting in Japan, uh, I think it's a very interesting show. It's funny. Um, that's my little plug for that. I think it was really good. I wish I was sponsored. I'm not, but yeah, it, it's it's a show like the main character is basically like a pro wrestler, and like <laughs> that's like half of the issue, right? He's like this delinquent kid who you know his family had financial problems, so he was a judoka, and then he was like, oh, well, I can make a hell of money doing sumo, and the issue is is that when he wins a sumo match, he like gloats and he like does like fucking Hulk Hogan poses and shit. And everybody's like, that's not how sumo works, bro. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and he's like, that's how, I'm, how my sumo works. It's a great show. I'm, I'm underselling it. Really fun show. Um, and everybody in stardom is watching it. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, popular with the, the stardom crew, huh? I did I did yeah. tell you to, to talk about the show. This isn't a Dylan yes. tangent. I was like, please, please tell me about the show. Oh, it's, so, a, it's, um... a, it's a really good show. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. All right. I mean, I'll never watch it because I don't watch yeah. telly anymore. But um, you know, it's uh, like I said. If, if, if anybody's into sumo, it also like touches on the uh, the treatment of uh, you know young boys in Japanese sports, right? Oh, uh, right. Where yeah. kind of abused, like <laughs> you know, like mercilessly, uh, and that crosses over for pro wrestling as well. Obviously, um, a bit not as much nowadays, but definitely ten years plus. I mean, even Dragon Gate was kind of. Uh, you know, like just a lot of it's it crosses over in certain ways. So if you're interested in sumo, I would check it out. Even if you're not, it's still a pretty fun show. Uh, just as a Japanese wrestling fan, you can probably take something away from it. All right, sounds good. Now, uh, Stardom Quest is brought to you by the Five Star Network. Uh, head on over to fivestarnetwork.co to find the articles and all of the different podcasts that we're doing. Uh, we aim to cover basically the entire world of professional wrestling. There's articles about Lucha, uh, about black wrestling specifically, um, stuff about, you know, all of the cool shows that are coming up because um, uh, somebody does like a schedule of all the cool shows coming yeah. up. And that's great. And then there's also podcasts about various different topics. So head on over to the Five Star Podcast Network to listen to all that or just, you know, read the website. Yeah. Um sonata article coming soon i'm getting my i'm getting my uh my wisdom teeth out tomorrow so i don't know how much i'm gonna be working on it uh over the next few days but i've been 
I've been going at it. I'm I'm trying to get back to writing things that I like. That is cool. Um, now on the world of Stardom, we have uh, a kind of just one bit of news to cover really, and that is the card for Stardom Flashing Champions 2023. That's the next pay per view. It's on May 27th in Ota Ward Gymnasium, which is a pretty uh pretty important it's venue. Yeah, pretty important venue. You know, pretty like most people will acknowledge it's a cool venue. Um, oh, but you know venue in joshi i said this before but yeah, yeah. but they they favorite. dogged this card they raw dogged this card <laughs> um the opener <laughs> is suri and aya sakura versus chairman ram and mika ozaki uh then we have <laughs> saya and that's crazy saya and momokogo versus lady c and miyo amasaki on a pay-per-view um we then have utami hashishita saya kamatani and hina versus starlight kid Rwaka and Rina. Again, this is a pay-per-view card. Uh, we then have Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Hanan versus Mariah May, Jesse, Zena, and Waka Sukiyama because Mayu keeps beefing with the foreign ladies. Wait, um, what? Wait, where are you getting this? this the, the, it says the card is different. Like, the one I'm reading is different from yours. Why? How? I don't know. I went to the news section on the website. Have they changed the card in the last 10 hours? They, they, haven't, they haven't changed the schedule. That's why. Oh, I see. Yeah, they they do the news first, and then yeah, the schedule yeah. is all fucking weird. Uh. That is fair. Um, we then have a uh, this is kind of a cool match actually. It's Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and May Sarah versus Nanai Takahashi, Yuna Mizumori, and Hanako. That right there is a is a good one. That is a big one. Um, Micah, Suzu, and May, huh? Yeah, quite an interesting, interesting. team. Uh, we then have the Artists of Stardom Championship match. We have Kairi, Natsupoi, and Siori Anu, also known as Restart, uh, defending against Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla, also known as the Barry Barry Ribbon Bars. That's not... It's reference. the Barry Barry Bombers. You sure? Because I thought the Bombers was just two of them. No, it's it's the Bombers. All right, okay, the Bombers. Okay. All right. Um, then we have a high-speed championship match. Azumi defends against Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. I swear to God, if Kaori Oniyama wins a transitional reign in another <laughs> three-way, I'm going to hunt Rossi for sport. Um, we then have a Goddess of Stardom championship match. Mariah Namisore defend against Natsuko Tora and Momo Watanabe. And in the main event, we have probably the biggest match Stardom has done in a little bit. We have a World of Stardom and Wonder of Stardom Championship match as Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa collide for both of the belts. So what did you mean by Raw Dog? Um, I don't know. They just... Did you mean it positively or negatively? Negatively. Like, they just... They... Okay, yeah, because this is a bad card. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm just like... Ah. <laughs> Uh, you know, like that that tag match looks fun with, with the Hanako and the, you know, Micah Suzu stuff. Uh... If you like restart, that will be okay. But I mean, like, my Sakura is not really, you know. I mean, she's good in tag stuff, so that'll be fun. If you like restart, uh, the three way is always fun enough. But like, it's not enough. Considering to... who is in that division, that three way is such a letdown. I think. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, uh, in comparison to like nothing. pretty much any other, yeah, any yeah. other person. So it's uh, I don't know. You're you're they are really relying on the double title match. To, to and I people. hate that. Yeah. Like that's 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 not a match I'm looking forward to even remotely. And like I'm I'm I've accepted. I, I didn't even say this on this episode. Sorry, 
Mina's cool. My bad. Like that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's pretty that's that's my that's my statement on that. Like I'm I'm cool with that. Don't want to see that match. Because like best case scenario goes to a draw. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Like either they hamstring Mina and give Tam the two belts, which would be really bad, or they go to a draw, which is a bit of a letdown. Because um, Mina is not winning. Like, that's that's definitely not happening. But like I don't know these double title matches. It's usually just a draw, and that's just not fun. Um, especially when especially that's your when that's big draw for the, the show. The only match, the only yeah. match on the show, really. <laughs> so, uh, kind of an interesting card for for an Ota Ward show, given how like important that venue usually is. But that is um, that is some of the that's decision making they're doing lately. Um, now, because Stardom have been touring the south of Japan, they have not uploaded anything um, from May. The show that happened yeah. on April 30th just went up earlier today. Um, so there's nothing for us to review apart from the pay-per-view. And then there's very little for us to preview. There's a New Blood and some house shows. Um, so we're just going to review the pay-per-view. Then we asked in our Discord for questions to, to help us fill time. And then we're going to look ahead to, to New Blood and the, uh, the Jumbo Last Hurrah show, even though the card for that is terrible. So... Uh, the only show to review was on May 4th. This was Fukuoka Goddess Legend 2023 in the Fukuoka International Center. This did 1,338 fans. Uh, I believe this was up about 200 from the... They, they ran Fukuoka in this venue during Golden Week last year, and it was up about 200 from that. So, you know, positive growth. We like it. Um, the opener to this show was the Fukuoka Rumble. Suzu Suzuki won in 20 minutes uh, when she hit the tequila shot on my Sakurai. And uh, oh, did she pin her? I guess so. Yeah. So okay, first of all, Fukuoka Goddess Legend—that's not a show name. That's Stardom word vomit. That doesn't exist. Like what? What? Yeah. Okay. Um, like they could have made it like the le- like whatever. Um, it's the what, Rumble. That's the, just not. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The Rumble. Uh, I started it. I watched the first like five minutes, and then my Wi-Fi went out. I went and I fixed it. I came back. Suzu was the winner. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, Scott said it was okay. Like he said, it was better than a lot of the rumbles have been. Which I mean, Suzu like but... beating people up is fun, but yeah, yeah. The issue is that they do the timed entrance, so everybody gets like ten seconds to hit their moves, and then. A new entrance plays and we move on. It's just a continuous cycle of somebody getting in for ten seconds, doing like five moves, and then you forget about them. And it's like I'm just wasting my time here. So, like, it's fine. I guess it's better than like five, you know, big tag matches in in the undercard. But uh, and I mean, I'm pretty sure this this match was literally booked because they uh, didn't realize that because they already made the card without Suzu on it and they need Suzu somewhere. Yes. Like there there was really no other reason other than oh we need Suzu to get on this card and win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't really hate it for that. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. Like it's it's pretty inoffensive. I'd rather this over, you know, Hanako and Aya versus Unimon and Xena or something, you know, like that's just yeah. we don't need that. So, if you want to c- combine everybody into a rumble, go ahead. Be my guest. Um 
then we got into the good stuff on the card. We had Hanan and Mayu Iwatani beating Jesse and Mariah May when Mayu pinned Jesse in nine minutes. I thought Mariah May was really, really good in this match. She uh, yes. she really showed out every like every time she was in the ring, and um, yeah, she she was like the star of the show in that regard. Yeah, I thought this match was way better than it had any right to be. Like yes, it was just a fun definitely. match. Um, Jesse's gear way better. I like this gear more than her other gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me of Teen Titans, so shout out to her. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. Like, it was a fun match. Mariah May's dope. Uh, she's challenging Suzu to a Barbie death match, and Suzu has no idea what the fuck she's saying. Um, <laughs> that, that's a Twitter that's a Twitter beef right there. And yeah, I mean, this was a really fun match. Uh, Mariah's dope, and it's nice to see stars win, especially Hanan, because she doesn't really do that much. That is fair, yeah. Um, I, did, I did think Jessie looked pretty okay in this one as well like she's still yeah. getting there but like she's clearly living up to the potential that i thought she had when she first showed up so that's that's always good to see um yeah, but yeah it's... you got a moonsault on her again which is, she did like three times during golden week <laughs> yeah um but yeah mariah may was obviously the star of the show she was just fantastic in every regard um Mayu teased the title match against mariah may as well she did and they're paired up on the next pay-per-view so Let's get it. Dominion, maybe? Dominion, Mayu, and that, Mariah? That would be crazy. Like, I'm a big Mariah May fan. Give Like, that's crazy. But I guess mm. you can... Mayu can beat 10 her. minutes, like... It's, yeah, Mayu can yeah. beat her in 6 minutes. Like, it's yeah. not that hard. I wonder what and happened to the, cool. the Nanai match, because they, like, teased Mayu and Nanai, and now Nanai is, is feuding with Micah on the pay-per-view, and it's like, alright, cool, I guess. I imagine, I imagine that uh, Rossi wants that one. Mm. And that probably happened. Well, he could have simply booked it for Ota Ward. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's a big enough venue to do it. This Ota Ward show is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't okay. know. Like every like the more I think about it, it's like why is this the way it is? But you know, who knows? Um, but anyway, the next match on the card was Siori Anu and Tam Nakano beating Starlight Kid and Rocka. When Siori Anu pinned Rocka with the pottering which is her uh, her fancy roll-up submission. Um, yeah, I mean, this is all about Sioriano, really. Like, they just let her go and let her rip, and uh, she beat the crap out of Rocca, and I um, thought she looked great. Yeah, um... Anu versus Rocca stuff was great. Um, mm. Wasn't as crazy about, like, the Tam stuff, um, or even the kid and Anu stuff. I thought that was fine, but her and Rocca really just killed it near the end of the match. Um... Yeah, I, there, kid was kid posted a picture uh, of like her early career of her Natsupoi on well, Natsumi Maki and Sarianu tagging like tri- being a trio and like yeah. posing. And I was like, that's insane. Like, cause like I forget that Anu was around, right? And mm-hmm. like I forget that kid has been around that long. Like, it's it's just kind of funny to to like look at shit like that and be like, oh yeah, there's some there's some you know leftover stuff from back then that they didn't really address or like go into with Natsupoi all that much because like Azumi used to bully Natsupoi like ruthlessly <laughs> but they just never like when Natsupoi came in it was just this is a new person and I find yeah, it and funny. she got but, over yeah. it it was like six years ago I mean it's fine um, see that's the issue kid doesn't <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh, but yeah no this this was the Sayoriano show um, and that's really all it needs to be because uh I mean, I feel like she used to have a reputation for being, like, an okay wrestler, but over the past, like, 12 months, she's just been incredible. Like, since 
I mean, I remember her having some great like Ice X Infinity matches, even towards late last year. And now every time she's in Stardom, she's great. And uh, the rare time Sendai Girls uploads anything, she's been great in that. Um, so Sayoriana was like hitting her peak almost, which is pretty crazy. She's still uh, she's still serving in Oz yes. Academy as well. Well, um, no, nobody serves on yes. Oz Academy. It's, but, uh... but she does. That's the thing. No, no, I don't yeah. think so. See, you're upset because Mayumi Ozaki made Takumi bleed, and now Marvelous is. I mean, I'm upset that like Ozaki, Ozaki hasn't been good <laughs> in like 30 years, and she's still fucking around and won't leave. So that's, that's uh, a bigger it's, problem. It's, I would say like. It's 15 years. 15 years. 50. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 30's a bit aggressive. Well, I don't know. I mean, she was getting carried by Kaoru there once Gaia hit, so I don't know. That did happen. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Uh, the next match was Momo Abe and Natsuko Tora beating Konami and Siri in seven minutes when Momo pinned Konami. Um, this was them putting over Momo and Natsuko, and uh, they're an amazing tag team. Like They just work yeah. seamlessly together, and I never expected yeah, cool. that. Um, yeah, they just beat the crap out of them. Like, they, like, Siri and Konami didn't get anything, and, and Momo just pinned Konami, which is a pretty big indicator yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Konami looked, well, looked good in this as well. I feel like there's a lot of times where Konami looks rusty, like mm -hmm. you could tell. I thought this match, you know, she is kind of felt like she was around and i yeah. thought that was cool um yeah natsuko and momo are cool they're 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 probably they're very good at laying in the heel work right mm. like it kind of was done for like laughs more than anything like the like momo whacking both shuri and konami with the bat the ref looking at her like bro what the fuck and then her just dropping the bat and like being like i'm not even holding a bat bro the fuck do you want from me? How, how can I hit them if I'm not holding a bat? It was great. It was great. I thought it was hilarious. And yeah, Momo and Momo and Natsuko are a great tag team together. Natsuko, we, we say it frequently, does never gets enough credit. Like she's mm -hmm. especially as a tag wrestler, phenomenal. And she's been phenomenal as a tag wrestler since what Jungle Assault Nation. Like she kind of, you know, I, Jungle Kion is cool, but in terms of the tag team work. I thought Natsuko kind of carried that tag team for the time that they had it. Uh, that's that's just, you know, that's just you know, take. And I think she's I always was, been great at that. I was going to make a similar point about Momo. Um, at what point can we label her a tag wrestling specialist? Because this is like her fourth tag team that's been great. Like, she's just really good at this stuff. Because, I mean, her and uh, her and Utami, obviously, were a good team. Her and Jungle Kiona were a good team. Her and Azumi were obviously fantastic. Um, I enjoyed her and Starlight Kid as a team, and now her and Natsuko are great. Like it's, uh, she's got a real impressive body like, of work. Her just like every time she tagged with Io, it being fun. Every time mm. she tagged with Hazuki, it was fun. And that was when she like wasn't at the level that she would eventually get to. Uh, like she just was always really great at tag team stuff. So yeah, no, I totally agree that she's uh, great at tag stuff, which is also kind of concerning because. <laughs> It, it means that there is a there is a place for her um, that is nowhere near the top of the card, and I don't think her and Natsuko win this, so that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, that that was a nice like match though, where they very much had an aim of hey, we're gonna put the the Momo and Natsuko team over. Which um, yeah, Momo actually got put over big. Yeah, I feel like every match on this show had a direct aim of we're making yes. this yes. person look good. 
and I thought that really helped the show. Which feels wild, especially now knowing the Flashing Champions card. That yes. none of this is getting, none of this get not even paid off. None of this is even getting like <laughs> well, anything. I think this was um, the start of a lot of stuff. Um, more than the like five star is in like two that's months. True. But you know how stardom is. They'll like pick those threads up whenever you know. Yeah. Um, um I will say I want to I want to mention like one like the the closing spot because it was really fun. Um. Natsuko and Momo hit Konami with the Loch Ness Lockdown. I don't know if you know. Oh, that's the Loch Ness Lowdown. My bad. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know about that. Uh, the Monster Mafia. Uh, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander used to use that move, and I always loved it. It was like the best part of their matches is them using the Loch Ness Lowdown. Great shit. And Momo just won with Tequila Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Like, her her like C or D finisher, which is crazy. <laughs> like, that's dope. Yeah, no, yeah. Konami Konami was like, "I will do the job, brother." That is that works for me, brother. <laughs> See, and that's also funny is that it's like, like when there's that much like history there, because obviously they used to be in QQ together and they used to be in Oedita together and all that shit. It's really funny that like Momo used her 2017 finisher on Konami mm. that she used to beat Konami in 2017. You know what I mean? Like that's like there's just no progress there and that's great. I love that. Yeah, it's very fun. Something's something's have your number. Um the next match then on the show was Micah and Julia beating Sayakamatani and Utami Hayashishta when Micah pinned Utami with a Michinoku driver. Um we said last week this could be a very important match for Micah because it felt like there was something brewing with her. And boy were we ever right. She yeah. She debuted a brand new attitude. Um, she jumped the two of them before the bell. When she won, she was like, fuck you guys. Like, that that was job done. Um, after the match, her and Julia were like, listen, man, like, we got to be ruthless now. Uh, any moment of, of doubt can, can really cost you a match. So it seems like Micah is leading DDM in a bit more of a ruthless direction. And uh, they kickstarted that really well by having her pin Utami here. Because this was, this was a really good match, but they also really said, hey, Micah, you're going to beat the shit out of these two, and uh, you're going to look great. I think this is the one pl- one point that I'm upset that the Golden Week shows aren't up. Because, like, I want to know what the fuck this means. You know what I mean? Because, like, the, the vibes of this match, for me, you know, Micah is dope and i love micah and she's had like a better performance than usual in this match like that mm-hmm. was pretty much it and she was a bit you know she punched utami that was like the big difference was that she yeah. jumped him up before the bell and she punched utami in the face closed fist which is dope one of my favorite moves in wrestling is the closed fist punch uh you know like that was great but then after the match she did the little thing where everybody in Fukuoka, which is her hometown was expecting her to be like oh like i won in my hometown what's up this is dope i resurrect i you know Got my revenge on last year, where I lost famously uh, in my hometown. And she was just like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> and just dipped and like mm-hmm. pushed the camera out of her way. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Um, and that, that kind of gave me a little bit of pause, because I was like, this uh, stardom's not great at doing heels. And I don't think that's like a, a, a hot take. Um, so when your favorite wrestler, or one of your favorite wrestlers, uh, seemingly turns heel, even though DDM were always heels, it's a bit concerning. But from everything I've gathered since then, it's just her hitting people a bit harder, which mm. cool. Well, I'm the cool post the post show comments indicated it wasn't a heel turn; it was just more we're not fucking around anymore. 
Like, it was very much like Himeko was here, and she was making us be nice, and we're not nice anymore. Um, it's just funny, because Himeko was definitely, like, the like such a shit starter, bro. <laughs> like, she, she was just a petty motherfucker. Uh, that is true. But, yeah. I don't know, though. I'm into it's, it. It's I'm very into whatever they're doing with Micah. Um, I feel like over the past few months, they've catapulted her from, oh, yeah, Micah's cool. Um, but I don't know where she's going to get her opportunities to please belt this woman up. Um, like, she's r- moved herself to next in line for that, that white belt, I think, with this. Like, yep. she's just, the, the hair change and the attitude change, it's just really worked for her. She, she um, added another another cosmonaut to the list of people she's beaten with the Minchinoku driver this week. Oh, that's And that good. always makes me happy. Yeah. Because she, uh, she beat Jesse with it. So it's like, hey. Uh, one bites the dust. Angel Killer shouts out. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, did a lot for Micah here. It also did a lot for Utami, because um, Utami, since losing the yeah. belt to to Suri, she's just been kind of in limbo. Like they protected her, but she was always just like in a tag match with Miyu Amasaki or something, like not doing anything. Um, but her losing here is is I think does a lot more for her than anything else because it it gave her that moment after the show where she was like okay this actually sucks i hate this like i i don't like losing um so it seems like they're gonna kick start something with utami um which kind of makes sense because i i suspected she'd be the one to beat tam down the line so you know they're gonna kick start her kind of storyline now with her her dropping this fall to micah and uh you know her her and saya had a bit of a moment afterwards where i think people panicked but i don't i don't think they're gonna i'm still panicking I doubt they do a turn, though. I just... Man, we'll what... talk about that when we get to the Q&A segment. Yeah. Because uh, there, there are certain questions about uh, this. I'll kind of dive into a bit more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Uh, and I don't know what they do. Because it is really funny when you like watch it with the subtitles. Because it's like Saya just being like, man, we've been losing a lot, huh? And Utami's like, fuck are you what the fuck and so i was like what <laughs> what she's like yeah i know i fucking lost why do you have to say that shit and so i was like i i just i didn't <laughs> and utami just fucking threw her eyes back <laughs> i'm just like utami is like she's hearing voices bro mm-hmm. she is she is like she's struggling right now um which is good because like you know that struggle is going to result in like a elevation of some kind whether it's you know whether she turns or not, I, I feel like you know we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I'm I'm interested in what's going on with that. But you know, I obviously hope that QQ can kind of stay together for the most part. I mean, I doubt they do any movement because where does Utami or Saya go if that were the case? Well, we could talk about that later. But I mean, I have, I have, I'm just I'm just saying, so. like the rationale there is I don't. I no, don't the, see the it. issue is the issue is is that there's too many factions. Yes. Because um, like Utami can leave. If she wanted to, you know, and start her own faction and just... Oh, dear God. <laughs> even though she's the leader of Queen's Quest, uh, you know, that, that would be the second... No, the third leader of Queen's Quest to just dip. Um, but, you know, I, like, there there are directions, but, like, Utami to Awaitotai, I saw, I think, Jay fucking... Uh, I think he suggested that. I don't see that. I think that's probably the worst thing you could do with Utami right now. Is that's just not a way to tie spot you know, either. Like that's not what they do. Yeah. So they wouldn't get a big star I mean, like, like her. Yeah, that's not that's that's not really viable in my opinion mm-hmm. for anybody. I think that would hurt every single person involved in that. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some, there's stuff they can do, but I don't really want them to. Uh, I think the other idea was Sai Kamatani to Cosmic Angels, which I might hurt something. They wouldn't do that if that either. happens. That's not happening. Um, yeah. So those are the options. I don't really see them breaking up, and they shouldn't break up. But you know, we'll see. I mean, that's another thing. They didn't they didn't put like a singles match on Flashing Champions or anything between them. Uh, yeah, well, like I think they're just gonna work through it, and Utami's gonna be like, okay, I'm I'm serious now. I don't like losing, and then she's gonna win the belt. Like that's that's all you have to do. Yeah, but like they've been they've been doing miscue spots all week. Yeah, but I guess like it's pretty easy to just do those and be like, ah, Queen's Quest has lost the groove because that's what Saya said. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's just I just don't see it. I don't see where either one goes um, without Queen's Quest. But um, yeah, that match yeah. that match did a lot for for Micah and it did a lot for Utami. Um, so you know, and and it was also really good in in the ring as well. Like these four are obviously like really good at what they do, and Micah has great chemistry with both Utami and Saya. So, I mean, this was always going to be very enjoyable. Um, yeah, yeah I, I thought that one aspect of the match that, like, I really took is, even though Micah was tagging with Julia, it felt like it was just Micah versus Utami and Saya. Yeah. Because, like, that golden generate because Himeka's gone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the person she usually has to face the other members of, of Gold Gen is not there. And while Julia is Julia, obviously she's, you know, ever-present, it... it felt like Ju- like Michael was like kind of proving her worth in a one on two uh as a member of Golden Generation. I thought that was really cool. I was really interested in that, you know, uh mental side of it. I thought it was really well done. So yeah, good match. Definitely. Uh then we had Azumi defending the high speed championship against May Sarah. Uh Azumi won in just under eleven minutes <laughs> to retain the belt. Um not what we expected uh, at all. No. Um so the Azumi I mean, to continues. be fair, I, I did say, I did say last week, I don't know, May Sarah just got here. Maybe they just run a three-way and have Azumi drop it then. I assumed it was going to be a three-way featuring May Sarah. It's not. Uh, but I was close to right in that, you know, thought process. Um, yeah. Bizarre. Love it. Shouts out Azumi. Greatest high-speed champion of all time. You know, that's dope. But... Yeah, it's, it's 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 wild. She's still high speed champ. Yeah, it's um. I mean, I don't hate it, but it also feels like a, a bit of a missed opportunity to really, you know, give the division to May. But to be fair, I think right now May's spot is being Suzu's pin eater when she needs to lose matches. Yeah, I guess that's. And she's gonna she's gonna grow as that happens, and then eventually she'll get the belt. I imagine she gets the belt by the end of the year. Uh. But for right now, as things are kind of uncertain for the next while, I, yeah, I think my Sarah is just around. Not not just around. Obviously, they have plans for her, and there's a reason they signed her because she's really good. But I think right now it's like, okay, we're gonna take you slow. Susan's the one that we need to protect. You're gonna be losing some matches. You can't really just lose here and there randomly when you're high speed champion uh, to random people. You can, Azumi does, but you know. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, this this was a very good match. Um, didn't hit the level of like their Osaka one a while back, but no, like no. it was it was very good. I think May is still May is weird because um she looked better in the tag from April thirtieth yes. than she did here, and yes. that's just very odd to me. Like, <laughs> you know what? I actually just listened to like a, a 
therapist, you know, psychology show about um, effort, right? And your first attempt at something is usually the best of the first 10 attempts at something. Yeah. And I think that was the case for May, for May Sarah, because she came out and was like, okay, I need to prove that I can still do this and I'm still ready for this. You know, I've been training for months. You know, I, I, I want to come back. I'm going to do this. And she killed it. And then the matches after that have been like fine. Uh, and it's just like, she kind of like started really high and then she's like, okay, I'm here. Now it's time for like the grind sort of aspect of it to like fix the parts of her game that aren't as great. Um, but because of that, she isn't going full tilt, mm. which, you know, is fair. Uh, I get it. Um, but yeah, I thought this match was fun. Uh, the early going was a bit all over the place. And <laughs> Azumi kind of just like saved it by just taking the craziest bumps she possibly could. Uh, because it was kind of sloppy. It was kind of messy. And I mean, that's kind of part of the high speed of style is that kind of just like, you know, roughneck style. Shouts out Shota Umino. Uh but it, it was a bit all over the place, and then Izumi just started like trying to break her own neck uh, doing certain spots, and then you know they got into some really fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fun, but I, I just there was definitely like a step faster that they could have gone. Um, but maybe yes. they'll hit it. Maybe they were saving stuff for and a bit more. For they, they definitely could have been. They definitely could have been a bit more uh, creative. Yes, definitely. Not, like I mean, that that's like kind of just an issue with a lot of high speed matches that aren't like that don't involve Mace Ruga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like that that's kind of the nature of it nowadays. Um, is you kind of expect some flavor and it's not always there. It's kind of sometimes just the Azumi match with no added, you know, passion to mm -hmm. it, so to speak. But I said I said this is a step above that, because like Azumi's had some matches where it is just Azumi wrestling yes. somebody. You know what I mean? And it's just that's all the matches. This was a bit more than that. And it was. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if they run it back or not, because I, I would imagine they do, but I don't know when. Um, the, next, Five star maybe. the next match on the show, then, was a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Amisori and Mirai retained against Hazuki and Koguma, and Mirai pinned um, somebody with a jumping lariat in 17 and a half minutes. It was Koguma. The finish looked terrible. Mirai, how do all of your finishes... Oh, really? Look? Yeah, she like jumped into the lariat, it. but it didn't... like. Like she does harder Larry, it's just normally like is, uh, Yes, but it's not as cool. That's the issue. It like wasn't it, very it, you cool. gotta be flashy. I don't know, you gotta man. be flashy, my boy. Like between this and the Miramares, I'm just like, how how is everything about you amazing except your finishers? Um yeah, this was <laughs> that's that's most power wrestlers to be fair. That is fair. <laughs> um this was like fine. I'm really not into Ami and Mariah as a team. Husky tried her best. I will give her that. She man. was she was doing her shit. And trying, um, but yeah, the the FWC pisses me off. Why? How good they are. Oh, yeah, that is fair. Cause like, bro, they they made me believe in this match. Like they they, cause and I, I've told you this, and also you didn't watch this live. That's the problem. I don't that think that would have saved it. Like I mean, Mariah just they're so boring. As a yes, team. but you don't notice that when FWC is going crazy, and you think that they might. There win. was no that's, chance. That's, that's, this that's... is like V zero. This that's because you watched zero. it. That's because you watched it. That's because you watched it in post. I could have watched it live, and I would have known this was V zero, and they weren't losing. Okay, Alex. <laughs> there. No, I understand, and I agree, especially because at a certain point they isolated, and once they isolate, you kind of know who's winning because yeah. they isolate Koguma and Mirai, and it's like, okay, I know where this is. Yeah. Um, 
once they stop like looking for tags, once they stop even like you know, then you know who's winning of these two, especially a Koguma Mirai finish. Uh, but the Kuma roll that that got me. Uh, Mirai no sold the Everest, which like Mirai, stop. The fuck is wrong with you? What? No, I like you. Please stop. Um, she she finds what she has shitty finishes, but then she takes the coolest finishes in the company and just no sells them. The fuck is up with that? <laughs> that pisses me off. Um, we should send her back to TJPW, and they could use the help. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hope they don't send her fucking back in <laughs> immediately. Oh, dude, her um, her and fucking yeah, no, Anna J on Dark. Notice how. Oh, notice man. how TJPW notice how TJPW got really upset like when Mirai bailed. Yeah. Uh but then but then their 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 top star dips and it's like this is this is how it was meant to be. This is how it was meant to be. This is this was the entire point. Oh um, yeah, like they they were angry at all of the like, other people leaving, but it's it's okay now. Like it's yeah. The more you know, who would have thought? Um but yeah, Mirai no selling the Everest. Fuck you. Love you. I love Mirai, but fuck you. <laughs> um Pokemon no kicked out of the the Miramari shock though, so that was cool. That I popped for. Um, yeah, FWC is just great. Like yeah. that—that's the issue. Is that it's like this match, zero of what Mirai and Ami did, aided in making this match great mm-hmm. in my opinion. It was all FWC. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they carried it, and and in my opinion, I thought it was like a really fun, really good match. No, <laughs> I will. There, there's no praise for Mirai and Ami in that. Uh. Because, yeah, Hazuki did phenomenal. She got something out of Ami for, like, 20 seconds. I was like, oh, that was like that was a cool strike exchange. And then it just, that was it. Um, yeah. yeah. It, this match shouldn't have happened. <laughs> because it just reminded me, oh, FWC should be champions. They, right they should have beat 7 up. Like, it's it's that easy. But yeah, like, the, like really. There's no reason FWC is not champions right yeah. now. Uh, also, especially if Hazuki isn't winning a belt in the next, like, six months. FWC should be champions right now. Um, Mariah still hasn't like said what she's doing with her Cinderella yeah. wish. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's it for a rainy day, my brother. Yeah, why, why the hell not? Um, yeah, that was that match. Please get the belts off the new become money in the bank. Oh my god, gonna become money in the bank. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna cash in after the double title match. Oh lord, Mina. huge. Maybe she will be challenge so Mayu. That'd be so funny. I thought she would challenge Mayu. Um, maybe she will. Um, that would make too much sense, Alex. That is true. But anyway, get the bells off the new eras, please. Um, please. Then we had the main event. Oh, wh- one more thing about the the. Sorry. Did we have I to? I know the main event <laughs> is like the great match. Smallest, smallest little thing. Ami asked Natsuko where Ruaka was, and Natsuko was like, "She's Nanai's in her head, bro. I, she can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't be doing this right now." It's amazing. I found that so funny. The idea of like of like. That's cool being like, oh, there's no champions. Let's challenge Ruka. Cause like, just fucking deny, bitch. I can't. <laughs> I can't focus on nothing else. <laughs> like that's great. Love yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that that's the that's the post match. All right. Oh, one more one more shitty thing. Ami and Mirai made trying to get count out victories a bit. Oh, I, I noticed that. I was like, please, <laughs> please stop. And like it was funny, but it was so poorly done yeah, that I couldn't. It was even like a laugh. sixteen That's count at most. Yeah, cause cause they like they like dragged Koguma like <laughs> like to like the edge of the arena yeah. 
forgetting that Koguma runs fast, so she outpaced them back to the ring. <laughs> I was like, that's that was bad. I mean, Ami needs all the help yeah. she can get, and they are not giving it to her. And uh, no, it, is, it is tragic. Um, it's upsetting. But anyway, the main event of this show was a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Mina Shirakawa beat Natsupoi to retain the championship in 20 minutes with a figure four driver, Mina. Um, yep. This was an, a fantastic match. Like, this was so, good. so good in every way. Like, this is the kind of match Tam Nakano dreams of having. Like, it was intense. They hit each other hard. They did big moves. It was well-paced. There was emotion, but it was like, it wasn't like over-the-top emotion. Like, Natsupoi was very visibly emoting in the please root for me kind of way. And Mina Shirakawa was emoting in the I need to win this way. And it was very well done. And uh, I was super into it. Uh, Mina Shirakawa is such a massive star. Like, I know I said this when she beat Saya, but, like, they really made her into something. Because she just made her entrance for this show. And I was like, okay, she she's, like, she's in the stratosphere. Like, there's nobody touching her right see, now. like, I don't. I don't, I don't see all that, but this match was fucking phenomenal. Did you like this one more than the Saiyan match, or did you like the Saiyan it match? It was, more? like, about the same, but I would probably put this above. Really? Yeah, because I feel like this was, like, the best Mina match ever. Yeah, <laughs> at this which rate. is, you know, uh, big match Natsupoi is, is untouchable, to be fair. Let's oh, give 100%, credit here. 100%. She is, like, one of the best oh, I, workers yeah. in the company, so. I mean, she's, she's still a loser, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's great. Like, she's, she's genuinely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I, I I made this reference and I really liked it, so I'm gonna double dip it. I made this reference when I was talking to Scott about this. Um, have you ever seen Sky High? Um, I don't think so. The movie. No. You're you're too Irish for that. <laughs> um, there's a Disney movie. Uh, there was a maybe it was a maybe it was a Canadian Disney movie. Maybe okay. Like, that's why there's a there's a movie called Sky High. Um, and it was basically My Hero Academia, but live action in America, and okay. you know, 15 years before My Hero Academia nice. existed. Um. And the entire pref, like the entire thing, is being segregated into superheroes and sidekicks. And the sidekicks went down a certain lane. The superheroes went down another lane. And that was all in high school. Mm -hmm. This was su this was, but in in the end, spoiler, the sidekicks saved the day because the heroes were busy Whoa. being evil and being useless. Right? This was sky high. This match because Natsupoi has been the biggest sidekick imaginable mm -hmm. for the past like nine months and she showed the fuck up like she she was like nah this is my fucking show this is my this is my everything i am here this is me and i'm gonna i'm gonna deliver and she killed it phenomenal like it was it was i wouldn't say it was on par or anywhere like even near the side commentary match from last year not split head because that was phenomenal oh, that was brilliant but yeah, yeah. but like really like not knows how to deliver when she's in big matches that aren't against tam that's she's like that's just it, right? Mm -hmm. Um there were some funny things. Uh at one point Natsupoi was uh, throwing forearms. She was slapping her thigh so hard that her thigh looked like it was about to start bleeding. <laughs> um which is just really funny. <laughs> Cuz like she like it's it's not like the thigh slap for the kick. It's with the forearms. That's crazy. Like I you know. Um and then another point Natsupoi was like dominating and the only people cheering for Mina was Club Venus. <laughs> like, everybody in the crowd was loving it, and Club Venus was just like, no, like, let's go beat it. Everybody was like, like, like nah, that's what going crazy. This is yeah. dope. Um, yeah, love this. I, I will 100% say that I was wrong. I would say I was wrong a million times, 
this match was great. I said it was going to be mid, or I wasn't very interested in it. I was wrong. Proved wrong. Great. Uh, somebody said it. I think Velke tweeted it. Um, Mina Shikawa is Hiroshi Tanahashi with boobs. That was that was me. Yeah. <laughs> he took the screen. Oh, was that yeah. you? That, you're you're so you're a genius, my friend. That's no, you're yeah. right. You're right. Like, cause I I've been saying that. I was like I was like she, cause Hiroshi Tanahashi makes me upset. Right. Mm-hmm. Love Hiroshi. Love Ta- Tanahashi. But there's been so many times where like he'll wrestle my favorite wrestler. He'll be getting his ass beat. His knees are getting destroyed, and he just gets up. Dragon screw over. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> From there, he just he just d- dismantles his opponent, and it's always my favorite wrestler. It's always very upsetting. Uh, that's that's Mina's role now, yeah. right? Is that's like I respect her. I think she has she is capable of like really good matches, but I don't want to see her win, man. And she's about to ruin all my favorite days, and I don't like that. And it's like I I respect it though. She's definitely she's the Tanahashi with a. With with boobs, but I mean Tanahashi has. It, yeah, it, I mean it was it was a very offhand comparison that I made. I just thought it was funny, because <laughs> um, I was like, no, I I I've been saying this for a while. That I think Mina is like, she is getting really good at that Tanahashi style. Yeah, and that's a credit to her because it it takes you're either bad at it or you're mm-hmm. good at it, and she's definitely she's exceptional. You know like her her limb work was yeah incredible. she's great at it. Um, it's 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 grown so much yeah. since she began, and yeah, I I warm saying give her credit for that. She has found her, she's found her like kind of her groove with it, and now it's just you know it's it's really well done. So yeah, shout out to her. Yeah, no, the, this was a great match. Um, like if you have any reservations, check it out like as soon as you can. It was excellent. Yeah, um, within like six minutes, Natsu Boy hit a spinning kick to the back of Mina's head, and I was like, okay, we're 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 here. Mm-hmm. We we out here. Um, and it just escalated from there. It was fantastic. Um, did they do a? Did they do a? One thing. Did they do a ramp gimmick? Did yeah, I think Natsu Boy. They need to yeah, stop. Yeah, the, they're never good. Because, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did that. They did In fairness. That. They need to stop. Everybody needs to stop. They're all better than Tam. Because she just, like, runs for a yes. bit longer before doing a very bad knee. Um, Unless you're throwing someone off of the ramp. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the large drop. I don't care. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, just do it outside of the ring. Like, it, you don't have to go up the ramp. It's a bit tedious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, really great match. And this is coming from someone who's not a big Mina fan, and someone who's made fun of Poi uh, nonstop recently. Uh, I knew they both can have great matches. I didn't expect this one to be one of them. It completely blew away my expectations. They were great. Loved this. Um, not excited for Mina Tam, though. Fuck that. I mean, I, I feel like Mina could get the best out of her, just just based on this and the Saya match. I just, I don't know. I, feel, I, tr- I trust Mina. You know what? I I hope I hope Joker Mina comes back so oh, we God. can just so okay. I could just rip it apart. Um, but yeah, I mean that that match was like if there was any doubt that they established Mina Shirakawa as a star, I think it died with with this match because she was just the crowd was so into her and she felt like a star and then she delivered in the big spot and um, yeah, just long may she hold this belt because she's gonna she's gonna have some cool matches with it. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that show. It um, Mike taking it next month. Of course. Um, it ended up being a really good show, like a very important show. They they kicked off a lot of new stuff from you know because I didn't think I don't think we had considered it, but they had basically finished most of their big arcs at um Yokohama Arena, so they had to kick off a lot of yeah. them with this show. And you could see 
the beginnings of some of the the next few months of stardom and, and how they're going to tell stories so um yeah it ended up being very interesting with uh, a lot of fun matches I, i'll say i think i think the five stars looking really interesting because they are not they are holding out on singles matches. yes oh dude like I, noticeably. That, like not even not even they're not even giving you know like fucking i don't know like a hot on versus suzu type mm-hmm. of thing away and that's a match you can do on any given house show that would be interesting but you know not really super important but they're like holding out on basically everything they possibly can when it comes to singles stuff so i'm i'm yeah the the five stars looking really mm-hmm. interesting it feels like everybody it feels very connected in all ways like everybody in the roster feels like it has some type of you know relationship with one another and but not all of the matches have been given away yeah so yeah there's there's yeah, a lot I'm, of cool I'm stuff excited. to do there um now just to to fill some more time we did ask in our discord for for some questions to to answer so um i guess we can just run through those yeah we're, we're just not doing golden week because there's nothing <laughs> we couldn't see it and uh, most of it won't really matter and um the stuff that did matter we've already yeah. covered because it was you know announcements for future stuff um yes. first question then was uh thoughts on club venus running wild and stardom um uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. I know he said calcium, but he, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Club Venus and the Cosmic Angels uh, running stardom. Yeah, that's cool. It's uh, idols are the backbone of Joshi, have been since the inception of, of wrestling in Japan. Um, so yeah, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're... Uh... You know, no, I... I... Uh, like and I obviously have changed my tune slightly, uh, in in recent in the past week because of the Mina match and because you know there there Soriano's killing it. You know there's there's a lot of value in you know the Angel verse, um, the Cosmic verse as as Far says in the next one, um, but it definitely takes away from some of my enjoyment because I personally don't have a lot of personal uh investment in all of these wrestlers. Yeah. They they can have great matches and I could really enjoy their matches. But even like even Anu, who I like a lot, I you know, if she wins a match, I don't get excited because I'm just not the biggest Anu fan in the world. I I, I just think she's awesome. But like when some when somebody like Utami or Azumi or, you know, a lot of stars in QQ for example, or Micah, when they win, it's like, yeah, like this is dope. And you know, so that's that's where my hang-up still is. I can recognize they all bring a lot of value, but uh, yeah, you know, ugh. It's, <laughs> it's a bit... I'm, I'm, I'm me. Yeah. You know me. Yeah, <laughs> you are you. Um, then we had a non-stardom-related question. Thoughts on Yuka Sakazaki leaving Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling? Um, yeah, it's good. I, I've never been the biggest fan of Yuka. Uh, she's very inconsistent, I find, um, unless she's teaming with Mizuki, who's like the best wrestler in DJPW. And um, I feel like over the last year or two, she's mainly just been a roadblock for a lot of the more promising and interesting younger wrestlers. I mean, you know, her beating Miu. <laughs> that Miu Watsunabe Yeah, like her beating crazy. Miu is just a real... That was the most depressing match I've ever... <laughs> like, that was one of the most depressing matches yeah, I've ever seen. like the Hikari Noah one as well. And like Hikari Noah has just been doing nothing ever since. And it's like, yeah, because she got geeked <laughs> by Yuka. I mean, that was your international princess champion. And you just treat her like shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I felt like she became a roadblock. Um, the company was just too, like, eager to lean on her as a crutch 
whenever they needed to do something that wasn't Miyu Yamashita. Um, so yeah, her leaving and them kind of being forced into elevating, you know, somebody like a Yuki Arai or a Miyu Watanabe or even if they want to really get behind Rika Tatsumi, who's like, you know, easily one of their best wrestlers, um, then yeah, that would be pretty cool. So I, I'm all for it and she, I'm sure she'll do some fun stuff in America. I mean, they wanted to run back her and Athena or something. That would be cool. Um, so yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like there's another Yuka question, Probably. Uh, but I don't know it. Uh, but so, so I'll say it here. Um, this is kind of proof in the pudding why Rossi doesn't work with bigger companies, um, and he never has really. Uh, Ring of Honor wasn't really bigger. Like there was no re nobody from Stardom was going to be like, oh my god, this is incredible. I'm going to become a Ring of Honor full timer. Yeah. Um, and I mean what lucha underground was before that and i i think uh widescreen was like my guess is that uh eo and Kyrie really liked wrestling at lucha underground and they wanted to wrestle in america more because of that and i was like i think there's probably more to it than that but you know that that has some merit that's like the reason why rossi's so hesitant to get into america is so hesitant to send his wrestlers over to america is because once they if they feel it i mean it's the same with mercedes in the inverse right it's like you don't want Mercedes to go to America or you don't want Mercedes to go to Japan if you like American wrestling and want to see her wrestling in America primarily. Mm -hmm. You don't want her to wrestle in Japan because Japan is going to kind of lure something out of her. It might, it might not, you know, it might give her that bug and want to wrestle more there. Uh, you don't really know. For her, it did. And that's that's how it seems right now. It's the inverse, right? Yuka Sakazaki has gotten cha championship shots in AEW and it seems like she's going to be in AEW moving forward like that, that, you know, next year, that will be her relocating to AEW. Not even in the Kenosuke Takeshita way, which is the funny part of this is that Takeshita's like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just have a double contract and like wrestle in DDT when they need me. And like, I'm, I'm cool. Like I, I if you ever need me, I'm, I'm around. And Yuka's like, I am never, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, you, you want me to come in to, to job to somebody every couple months? Fuck that. I am leaving. That's really funny to me. Um, but yeah, that's why, I mean, one of the multiple reasons why I imagine Rossi doesn't want to work with AEW um, or any bigger company for that matter, because it's easy to lure somebody away yeah. well, if you are a bigger he, company and you have a work. You have to remember, he, he was there when WWF tried to work with AJW and was like, oh yeah, we'll like share talent with you. And I was like, all right, bull, thanks, come on over. And then didn't they try to sign Aja? Mm -hmm. Or Toyota as well, like in. I think they tried to get. Azure. Yeah, like they tried to sign all of the big stars from AJW. He he also he also dealt with Arjan. Yeah. And um AJW, where it's like they started working with AJW, and <laughs> some of his wrestlers were like, "Damn, Rossi fucking sucks. I'm going back to AJW." <laughs> like that that was something that happened, you know. Like uh, I don't know as much about that, but something along those lines also happened. Like. This is a frequent thing of, you know, Rossi works for a company and they start teaming with or they start working with, you know, a bigger company and it backfires. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, I think this Yuka stuff is kind of indicative of, of him being kind of right. Yeah, that. I mean, I was always very um, confused by Russell Universe and, and that whole crew just being like, hey, take our wrestlers. Like, we don't care. And I was like, that's not going to end well. Um, and yeah, I mean, Takeshita and, and Yuka. Potentially relocating. 
uh, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's that is an interesting thing to kind of think about is that it's like AEW doesn't take excursion wrestlers, mm. but they will take your actual wrestlers. You know, what I mean, like they are not doing That's you any favors. Works. I mean, like if you're New Japan, it's like okay, you're great, but you you signed Jay White from us, and it, most people seem to believe Will is going in 12 months' time. So if I'm New Japan, I'm like, why would I work with you? You're stealing my top wrestlers. <laughs> like, it's very yeah. interesting. But um, yeah, that's that's Yuka Sakazaki. Um, then we have Stardom related question. Um, early favorites to win the five star. Um. There's, there's a couple of yeah, yeah a these, few similar uh, ones um i i would say i mean Suriano is where i'm leading right now if if she signs really? i think she wins and challenges tam um if not her maybe micah wins and challenges for the white belt and they do that because they have done that before um but yeah so like at the moment those are the ones that i would think because a lot of the obvious names have won it now i mean julia's won it utami uh mayu uh, I mean, Saya isn't going to win it. She's just coming off a big run. So it's like you are you are looking a bit more left field towards somebody like a, a, a Sayori or um, a Micah or something. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of... I mean, this is just asking for an early favorite. Um, easiest answer is Utami for me. I mean, she can win too. Mm. Who cares? I think the issue is, and this kind of relates to the Yuka thing as well, is giving a wrestler too much too soon. Um. Because somebody like Julia could dip since she's already, what, the third, fourth, no, yeah, the fourth most decorated wrestler in Star yeah. History, or the fifth most decorated, I should say. She can dip if she wanted to. There's nothing, you know, unless she really, and I imagine she does have a lot of, you know, want to be in stardom and want to get back to the top, win it multiple times, win the IWGP, all that shit. Um, she could just dip, right? Because she's won mm -hmm. everything that she presumably wants to win. Uh, so that's kind of an issue where it's like, do you want to give Utami two tournament wins within her first five years? Ah, you know, that's a that's a decision you're going to have to make. Um, but I think Utami is the early favorite for me. Depending on if Micah challenges before the five star or not, I think Micah is definitely up there. Um, I could even see a Micah Utami final, but I think Utami has to win that. Uh, so that might not be great. But yeah, uh, if if Micah has challenged by then, then it's Utami. If Micah hasn't, then I think Micah has a chance. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, you, you can never really rule out Utami. Maybe Suzu. I uh, mean, you could also I run Suzu. I don't know about Suzu. Um, next question is, who are your front runners to take the red belt? Uh, Utami. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's going to beat Tam. Cause... It's, and, and they also asked if, you know, uh, Julia runback is in question. I fucking hope not. Um, I feel like the, the I don't want to see Tam Julia yeah, right now. I mean, I feel like the most <laughs> like, obvious choice is Utami dropping to Julia, and that being how you get Julia's yeah. proper run. Um, so I I would go Utami, and then Julia. Um, and yeah, I I, I, I see they mentioned Sayakamitani, but I don't really see her in that picture yet. I mean, she's just coming off a uh, a historic yeah. run with the white belt. They're probably gonna want to cool her down a little bit. So just yeah, because like she's great, but. You know, I don't even know if she, and I've said this before, I don't know if she wins the red belt or if she has, becomes like a multi time white belt yeah. winner. You know, like that's a that's also a possibility. Um, we will see, obviously, but I don't think Sai is anywhere near the red belt. Yeah, right that's now. fair. Um, also, don't want to see Sai ever. <laughs> that is <laughs> like true. It, like they, they've, they've had like one good, like one match that I've liked out of their four. I'm good. 
Um, the next one is, how does it feel to be in the cosmic verse for the next six months? Um, yeah. Terrible. I mean, I, I think it'll be fine. It's, I, I mean, it's fun waiting for a Sayori to throw Tam through the barbershop window. Like, that is very fun. Um, you know what's rough is that I'm starting to really like the Anu version of Cosmic Angels. <laughs> and, like, but that's going to happen. You know, I mean, the one time that something, like, actually, like, cool and, like, something that I can live with, like, this kind of dynamic... It's not lasting the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very much so. Um, and I mean, if you're including Club Venus in that, well, I mean, I'm very into a lot of the people in Club Venus. So if Mina can drag them up with her, then that's good to me. So. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your odds split on the QQ drama likelihood of Utami and Saya working things out versus a big split? Um, I think it's like a 5% chance they split. Um, but they're um, probably going to stay together. It depends on what they do. Uh, and like I, I was kind of alluding to this earlier. One thing that I can kind of see happening, uh, and this is a bit of like a fantasy booking type of mm-hmm. gimmick, is Utami da- bailing, maybe taking one of the younger wrestlers, like not younger, but you know, like a Lady C, a Miyu, or um, a Hina, and taking Ida from Stars and just running like a trio. You know, not, not really even doing a faction, just kind of. Doing like the the Suzu Maesera gimmick and just kind of having, you know, and I mean there's there's underlings that they can tag with uh, now, and it seems like there's more in the training process. I, I remember hearing. So I mean like, you can just have kind of offshoots, uh, like Strong Style in New Japan. If anybody watches New Japan, Strong Style is just a trio that, you know, they're forced to tag with like Hantai with the Sekigun because you know there's only three of them, but they're very much that isolated trio. Um, I could see them kind of just running that because I feel like Utami and Ida could use each other. Mm. Um, and I think you know, like that—that's what I see in comparison to an Utami to a Waitotai or an Utami to anywhere. You know, what I mean, like I, I see Utami kind of just breaking off and just kind of running a very small uh, group. I don't even know if you would call it a faction. You know, like a, a just a trio or even just a tag team um, with some people coming in and out. Yeah. That, that's, that's the only, that's the only way I see a QQ split whatsoever. Um, here is something like that. I don't see her going anywhere or, you know, there being this civil war within QQ. Cause I feel like QQ does not have the infrastructure for that. No, I mean, I, I would, I don't really, again, I don't think they're going to split at all, but if they were, yeah. I feel like Saya would be the one to go. Um, then you can give her her own faction, which they like to do nowadays. Um, but I, I, I mean, I wouldn't split them. I don't think they are going to split. Um, I will say that's one more thing. Um, I don't like how they're going with that. I feel like number twos and factions should be able to win championships. They've always been. This has always been a problem, pretty much. Um, outside of like Arisa, uh, I just let number twos win championships like you do not need to split split every single faction (laughs) just because like just just let more people be stars within a faction and that's that's an issue throughout wrestling like this isn't a stardom specific issue but just let wrestlers you know be cool yes (laughs) you don't always have to split a faction that is valid um the next question then was uh who do you think will have the better career uh going forward starlight kid or azami um, I, I, I like, was yes, he was. Um, you're obviously going to disagree, but I feel like it's Starlight Kid. Um, she's just more marketable. She's got more charisma. Yeah. Um, 
like no. the every time I see something about Starlight Kid, it's some like older wrestler being like, "Oh, she's the future of Joshi," and it's like, "Yeah, that is that is valid." Um, so yeah, I feel like Kid is. Gonna I agree run away with, with Dave. That. I I agree with I agree with Dave Meltzer who said it was Azumi. Um, but no, I I think this is how I see it. Azumi can leave. Right, Azumi could leave Stardom, and I think she would be successful elsewhere. In what way? I think way? Kid is very. <laughs> what? Where does she go? She goes and fucking loses to anyway, Kyoko no, in a way. Like, what do you want? Easy. No, well, fuck. She can go to America. She can go anywhere. No, my my point is is that I think Starlight Kid is more likely to. If Azumi wanted to dip. If a, if a third huge Joshi company fucking skyrocketed out of the out of the air, and Kid or Azumi wanted to leave, uh, Azumi would succeed in that other company more than Kid would. Okay. But I think that Kid is probably the one that they see higher moving forward. Um, I obviously think Azumi's a better wrestler, and I think Azumi is, um, you know, I think she's a better talker. I think she's better at just kind of a lot of those sorts of things, but Kid is the more marketable one, right? Yeah. Uh, like, that's just quite frankly, like, she's one of the few masked Joshi wrestlers to really, like, stand out, mm-hmm. like, ever. You know what I mean? Like, in a long time, at least. So, you know, that's something more than a lot of wrestlers have been in the past. So, she has things to her that are, like, intrinsic that you can't really compare the two in a certain way. But obviously, they're always going to be compared, and in that way, I think Kid has the trajectory that Stardom has her going way further than Azumi. But I think Azumi just fundamentally has more potential as a wrestler. Uh, just you know, that, that's kind of how I view it. But yeah, probably Kid because you know, yes, she is a bigger star. Um... Uh, then we had uh, your biggest dream matches between stardom wrestlers and wrestlers and any other promotion or uh, even just freelancers um, this is a hard one um, I, I don't think anything like obvious jumps off the page because there's nobody like outside of stardom like now times. that's like super amazing yeah we've said it a million times but like me and Momono versus anybody yeah <laughs> like uh... maybe like um Actually, I, yeah, I'd be really into this Bianca Belair versus Mayu Watani because, like, Bianca just turns it on for big matches, and I think she, yeah. given Mayu the works, would make for a really good heel versus babyface match, or if Mayu just wanted to beat the shit out of her, I think that would also be fun. So, actually, yeah, Mayu versus Bianca. Um, Micah versus Itsuki Aoki. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. I like that one. There, there, like, there, there are... The thing is, is that, like, the Joshi Indies don't have a ton of, like, star power, quote-unquote, but there are so many good wrestlers. Put Anaki against literally anybody on the stardom roster, it will be a good match, except for maybe, like, Aya Sakura. Uh, <laughs> like, it will be a good yeah. match. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, especially because stardom is kind of catered to wrestling against power wrestlers, because they've had a pretty strong core of power wrestlers in the company. Um, in recent years, so wrestlers, so a lot of star wrestlers know how to wrestle against a power wrestler. Anaki versus anybody, you know that that that's a big one. Um, anybody that used to be in Max Voltage, I've realized. Yes. I, I just 
Just put them against anybody. Takase, put her against anybody. Uh, Nanai, they are putting against people, and it's great. You know, uh, Anaki, Tsuki, just, yeah, all of them. All right. Uh, there's some tag matches, too. The the um, the Blondes from Seedling, what are their tag name? Uh, Rico uh, and... The Young Strawberries? Yeah. Put them against fucking FWC or something. I don't know. Like, just, there are good matches. Like, trust me, yeah. I can name plenty, but... You know, a lot of these are, you know, the, the Josie Indies are kind of on a on a in a slump right now, yes. so they're harder to kind of pick out. I think once upon a time we were asked this and we said Momoas versus the Lucha Brothers or something. Um, and yeah, I mean, oh, if we're talking intergender. There's there's a whole yeah. I figured it was that. intergender, but um, I yeah, I would still go with Bianca versus Mayu. Um, I'd still go with mine. Yeah, but uh, an intergender match would be like. I don't know who's somebody small. I don't know. You know, because like, like you, you want a a male wrestler that will be okay with at least somewhat. Yeah, I mean, you could just put Phoenix in there, yeah. and I feel like some of them would throw yeah, that's him what around. I mean, that Phoenix like versus, most of this yeah. roster would beat um, the crap out of Phoenix, and he would make it cool because yeah. he's 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 awesome. Commander Commander versus Azumi. Of course, yeah. That's what we run in. Commander versus right. Azumi. Like Kingo versus yes, Azumi. Of course. Get a zoom in Mexico, bro. <laughs> um, let's see. What's the next question? Um, Scott asked, why am I not on the show enough? Uh, Scott, you do about 10 different shows. Um, nobody wants to hear from you on this one. So it's, you know, sorry about that, bud. Also, Alex doesn't like, doesn't like. Yeah, it's a whole, tracks, it's so. a whole extra bit of effort. It's, it's a whole nother dimension. For some dimension. reason, it adds like so much memory that needs to be freed up mm -hmm. for the show, even though it's just one track. Um, and it's just not worth it. Um, the next one is, uh, if you could have a stardom wrestler on the show, who would you want it to be? Um, I feel like we'd have to have Mayu on the show. Like, she's just a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> like, you could ask her so much about, you know, the formation of stardom and working with people like Arisa Oshiki and Yoshiko and, like, Yuzuki Aikawa. Um, so I feel like Mayu would be the obvious one, because she just, she's been there for it all. Um, this is gonna come out, come out of left field to most people. I think Julio would be a Ooh. fun. I don't know why. Just like, just kind of like, and I'm not the biggest Julia fan. Everybody knows this. Um, but I, I think a, like just talking to Julia would be really fun. Uh, in this sort of sense, you know, kind of like interview slash just kind of talking about, you know, stardom currently. I think that'd be really fun. Um, just like Julia's an interesting one. I she's even though I don't enjoy her wrestling as much as a lot of people do like i'm not the biggest julia fan i really want to read like her columns mm -hmm. right and you can't because i don't speak japanese but just because i'm like interested in her take on things which is strange for someone that i'm not like a crazy big fan of but i i just i find her wrestling very interesting uh and i find her view of wrestling very interesting and her, her view on most things very interesting so yeah i would probably pick julia which is you know, not who I even expected to pick, but I think, yeah. I think All right. I mean, I'm here for it. Um, next question then is thoughts on the SWA belt returning and stardom opening up yes. to foreign talent. Um, we, we've always kind of been into the foreign talent. I feel like it freshens things up in the undercard and it lets you discover wrestlers that you probably never would have seen before. I mean, without stardom, do, does most people watch Layla Hirsch before she ends up in AEW? Probably not. 
Um, do most of us even know? I mean, Jamie Hader wouldn't be the wrestler who she is. Yeah, if she Jamie Hader, uh, Mariah May. I mean, aside from like two people that I know, there was nobody who knew Mariah May when she debuted. Like, you know, foreign wrestlers coming in gives you a chance to discover these people. Um, and it's, it's obviously a good way for stardom to like find new talent because they like TJPW, who's like, okay, you're going to come over and you're going to like main event our Cork and then you go away. Uh, Stardom's like, okay, you do a tour. We see if we like you. And if you're cool, you can stay. And if you're not, then you can go home like Zaya. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I, I like Star how Stardom does it. And uh, yeah, the SWA belt needs to come back because Mariah May or Takla could get that and just have really fun matches. Yeah, um, need the SWA belt back, please. Um, as for foreign talent, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, um, it's interesting because I feel like Stardom has a pretty good return rate on foreign talent, uh, especially you know if you don't count like 2017, which is probably their worst, <laughs> like worst crop of foreign talent. Uh, Brandy was in 2018, but we don't talk about that. Um, Britt Baker was also 2018. It, it was rough. Mm -hmm. It was rough there for a while. 2019 was a was a good year, I would say, for the most part. Um, all the wrestlers were at least not dog shit. Um, and they grew over time in stardom. And that's always what you want. Uh, but yeah, I, I always thought that wrestlers who go to stardom almost always leave better yeah. than they went into it. It's not the case with TJPW. Um, there are plenty of great wrestlers who go to TJPW and are still great when they come out of it, obviously. But there are also plenty of wrestlers who go to TJPW, you know, that are and they're not good and then they go to tgpw and they're no better when they come back out of it that's just how it is um so yeah i think stardom is in a way good for everybody mm -hmm. right if, if you go to, to stardom anna J said that she wanted to wrestle julia no um <laughs> you can come over you can come over take some bumps you can you can get beat up by baraka maybe eventually you'll get a match with julia calm down honey um but yeah, no. Oh, in general, that that was a joke. That was a bit. I don't care if she if she wanted to go to stardom and like genuinely improve and all that. I think she has potential. Uh, if she actually had a good training system behind her and put a lot of effort in. But you know, yeah, I I think foreign wrestlers and stardoms uh, net positive, um, especially nowadays. They need the SWA belt mm -hmm. back, um, because some of these wrestlers are too good to not be challenging for belts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Mariah May is too good to not be challenged for a belt. Tekla is too good to not be challenging for a belt. So, And, I mean, also, if you have a belt, you could defend that against Momo Watanabe. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can give Mariah May versus Momo Watanabe a match, and that's great. Like, that will be a good match, undoubtedly. So, I have, I have been gung-ho on this to be a belt coming back. Uh, Tekla and Mariah May both tweeted, like, we need this fucking belt back, Rossi. So please give us the fucking belt back. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm with them. All right. Um, the next question then, this is kind of a repeat. It's uh, early five-star predictions. Who's primed to have big runs? Because uh, we've already said who we think is going to win. Um, Where'd you get this one from? The Discord. Yeah. Oh, oh, I skipped all over right. that because I thought. So yeah. who's primed to have a big run? Um, I suppose it depends on who's in it. I feel like... Uh, yeah. You know, your May Sarahs are going to have good runs. Um, maybe a Hanan, if she's in it. Um, Micah, obviously, is, is definitely primed for a good tournament. Uh, Suzu is the unobvious one as well. 
So I, I feel like people who are either in their first one or who have started to get pushed are the most likely. You know, somebody like Adore is yeah. probably going to do worse than we've expected because she's already got that, you know, first year bump in the tournament um, and it's going to level out. Whereas, you know, May Sarah, if she's in it, they're going to want to give her like 10-ish points. Um, yeah. This also all depends on the blocks. Yeah. Because like I, I was looking at my spreadsheet of last year. Um, it was so blue. Like the, the blue uh, the blue block was so much better than the red block. That red block had like four of my favorite wrestlers in it, but they ranked so low because it was just an inconsistent block. So like, you know, if, if, if May Sarah's in a good block, she'll fucking deliver. But if she's not, she might not. You know, like last year, Micah did, like was bottom eight in the tournament uh, it, for my, you know, for my spreadsheet because she just didn't have that many great opponents. You know, they, they didn't mesh well for all the time. Uh, so it all depends on the blocks, what they do with that. Um, I think that's another question that we didn't get asked, but, you know, how do we fit this many people in it? No clue. Yeah. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Um, I say multiple blocks. I, I'm cooler with, like, and that reduces the amount of matches that we got to watch. So I'm all for that, you know, you know doing three or mm -hmm. four blocks instead of two. That's my take. Um, but yeah, I, I, Micah is the obvious one, again, of having a good run. Uh, there are wrestlers who always have good runs. Utami is going to have a good run. Saya. Kamatani is probably going to have a good run. If Ida's in it, you know, she's pretty inconsistent, but she seems like she kind of has a fire lit under her ass right now. She might deliver big, but, you know, that's a bit hopeful on my part that she's even in it. Uh, yeah, like I said earlier, the five-star is looking yeah. good. Like, the five-star has a lot, a lot of value going into it. Indeed. Um, the next question then is, how would you rate your enjoyment of stardom now and compared to right before the pandemic? Um... I mean, this is a tough one because we've said it a lot, but, you know, stardom heading into the COVID break was on a run of about 12 months yeah. where it was one of the most enjoyable things I've ever seen as a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. Like, you just can't compare what we had in, you know, 2019 into 2020 to anything they've done since. So, I mean, obviously it's a 10 out of 10 for before it. Um and I, I feel like now they they're like quite clearly just the best Joshi promotion, and the shows are always amazing. Um, so it's about an eight now, but because they do go through spells where like nothing is happening, um, whereas I like, didn't feel like that used to be the case. And, and back in the day, yeah, when when nothing was happening back in the day, it was yes. fun. Like that was that was some of my favorite shows was when nothing fucking happened, because it was just Oedo Tai doing bits. It was just stars being weirdos and nerds. You know, it was it was Queen's Quest being like, what the, f these people are losers. Holy shit, I need to kill them. You know, like, that was just, like, the the how, the whole, us complaining about house shows did not exist. I used to, I used to wait at my computer for Hina versus Rena 17 to fucking get uploaded because I was just so excited to consume more stardom. Um, the big thing now is live shows. Mm. I think that's the one thing that is firmly better now than it was back then. But that's also, you know, way more, you know, that, that costs a lot of money and that's kind of sucks. And they don't have an Unstarm world. And that, you know, uh, so yeah, I, obviously I, 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 I time travel back to 2019 stardom if I could. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, now is, it, it's fun. Uh, like, I, I don't dislike it. I'm not, you know, 
I'm not as bitter as I once was about hmm. modern stardom. Uh, but it, it definitely is something where it's like, man, if this was four years ago, you know, stardom was my fucking happiness four years ago. You know what I mean? Like that, it sounds really fucking lame, but it was like, that was what I looked forward to in my life every day was a new stardom match coming up. Now I thoroughly enjoy it. It's, it's part of my life, obviously still it's even bigger part of my life because I do this and I write about it and I do this and that, but yeah, there, there, you'll never, you'll never see a wrestling company have that, vibe yes it was you know, pure vibes i will always like, i will continue i will continue looking for that vibe until the day I die, <laughs> yeah uh that, that there was in that in you know late 2018 um 2019 stardom uh, i got it in a very good time and so did you i think we got it in yeah the same roughly the same time um but yeah i mean uh, the 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 previous run is incomparable but they are they're exceptional right now still um the next question then is, what would be the most needed faction change going forward? Um, none. You missed me. Uh, Spoon, um, the way that uh, I put uh, up with Alex uh, on a daily uh. basis um, is I don't. Like I, we, te- we, we talk every week, uh, but I wouldn't say... I don't know how he puts up with me on a daily basis. I'm the one who always texts <laughs> uh, random tweets I see and shit. Uh, yeah, Alex... Alex I only have to deal with Alex, quote unquote, once a week because he doesn't bother me. Uh, <laughs> I bother him, um, and how I do that is just by you know taking his insults uh, on the chin and then insulting him back. Yeah, that that is valid. That is pretty fair. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't think we were gonna do that question, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's the most needed faction change? Uh, preferably none. The, the factions are razor thin. As right now, is. We're cool. Um but yeah. if we had to had to make one, um Hazuki getting her own kind of spotlight, maybe. That would be cool. Um that that would suck, but yeah. I get it. I mean, you know, back to the to the Utami oh, thing. Utami, Hazuki and Ida. Hell yeah. Give it to me. That's that's a trio. Let me have it. Like I want it. Like that's a trio yeah. right there. And you don't have to get any bigger than that. That's <laughs> true. Um so yeah, Hazuki getting her own thing or uh, just a draft to reshuffle kind of the lower ends of the factions um and yeah yeah i I would say i would say just do a draft yeah just kind of i mean most of it could stay the same like i don't think most of it needs to be changed but you know i think a draft would kind of help just kind of structure things a bit more and suzu can get a home you know Mm -hmm. maceira can get a home all that stuff true um, the next one was Dylan. Can you explain what you like about Oz Academy and why Scott and the general consensus thinks you're crazy for it? Um, um part of it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> part of it is a bit. Like I don't watch that much Oz Academy. Um, in fact, I, I tweeted that's like, uh, it was the question was, oh, what's one wrestler that you like and everybody else hates? And I said, um, Sekigun in Oz Academy. And then I put in quotes in in parentheses, I have seen three Sekigun matches in the past year. Uh, because that's true. <laughs> like I don't watch that much Oz Academy, um, but their roster is insane. Like quite frankly, they don't always take advantage of that. But if you l- on paper, Oz Academy probably has the best yeah. cards. But they, it's never, it's never no. great. You know, what I mean, like no, no start Oz Academy is Oz Academy show is like you know you must see this. But th- there's nowhere else that you get that much, that many high caliber wrestlers on the same show. It's yeah. insane. Like really, like just look at. I remember I was I was looking at fucking a January card, and it, it just, it I was like this this isn't right. 
Like, how is this not the greatest company mm-hmm. in the world? It's because they aren't always executed as well. Yeah, um, for for somebody who maybe hasn't seen it, the entire promotion, depending on your perspective, is weighed down. It's as it's it's as it's Ozaki. Yeah, like Mayumi Ozaki has done the heel shtick for you know thirty years now, basically, um, and that's 25. all Oz Academy is when her her faction is involved. It's interference after interference cheating ruining the flow of matches they used to have police who would like blow his whistle all the time and like beat up the women and it was really annoying um so you will occasionally see these like amazing matches on paper and you go to watch it and you get two minutes of good wrestling and you know 80 percent is heel heat with constant interference um and for a lot of people we don't want to see that because most people got into wrestling like this because we were annoyed by WWE always doing that. Or in my case, mm. got sick and tired of Suzuki going to Bullet Club doing the same shit every time in New <laughs> Japan. So seeing an entire promotion... Suzuki got great after they stopped doing that every yeah, single time. They, they would attack people like, before the bell so on every match. And I yeah. was like, I don't even yeah, care it was, anymore. It was rough. Um, so yeah, when you have an entire promotion... That's almost dedicated to that. It, it kind of sucks, especially when they do have such which, a talented roster, and it's just yeah. Which is why I suggest not watching every Ozzy yeah. show. Like if if you want to check out Ozzy, like I, I talk about it, it's like I enjoy Ozaki Goon matches because I don't watch that many Ozaki Goon matches, right? Like, and I talk about this match all the time just because I remember you know it, it meaning a lot to me. If I rewatched it today, I'd probably be like, oh, this isn't that good. Um, Dynamite Kansai versus Mayumi Ozaki, Dynamite's uh, retirement match. It was just so much heat and so much bullshit, and then Ozaki just finally fucking beat her, and it was just like it was just this like Corkin. It felt like they exploded, right? It just like was like this great moment, right? Uh, and the, because I don't watch that much of that shit, like because I don't watch that much of um, Oz Academy, that meant something, you know? Like if I'm watching a Shinjuku face match. And that just happens every week at every show, and I watch every single one of them. I'm not gonna like it as much. But because you know the the matches I pick are usually you know spaced out, and oh, this was like a, a fun you know they really they got the heat going, and then it it exploded, and it was cool. Um, but if I watched it constantly, if I watched every show, I would probably hate it too. Yeah. I get it. It's, that's not good. Um, the next question then is, what's in a worse state, Queen's Quest or Chelsea? Um. Yeah, I mean, listen, we don't we don't talk about Chelsea. I, well, see, you can say Chelsea, but no. their women's team is about to well, win the the league for like the fourth year in a row. So I mean, at least one of the Chelsea teams is doing great. Like they were just in the semifinals of the Champions League. So, you know, the women are, are really flying the flag for Chelsea. Um, it's just the men's team that's in disarray. So, um. You know, yeah. it's about equal because Queen's Quest has no belts and Chelsea's men have no titles. You know, I, I but, still, you know, I still hate Chelsea from uh, when Diego Costa was oh, because I he, fucking I, hated that. He's guy. my hero. <laughs> I love him. Such a combative prick. Hate that like, guy. You need him. You need people like him in football. It's so boring and sanitized. Okay, but when you're but when you're getting into it and you watch Manchester United versus fucking Chelsea and Diego Costa's just a fucking asshole. Because yeah, they deserve to it. like your favorite players, it's like die, bro. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just I can't stand that asshole, oh, bro. No, he's um, he's a great. But that yeah, that's that's the last time I was like paying attention to Chelsea <laughs> football. Uh because 
I was like, I fucking hate these motherfuckers. I want them to lose every oh, game. God. <laughs> well, I mean, your wish came true eventually, so it's. Uh... Yeah, but he he's a fucking wanderer. Or yeah, yeah, he really fell off. Um, yeah. The next question then is thoughts on Unagi's indie run and how she's the new jungle Kiona. Um, I assume jungle Kiona means that she's like a jobber to the stars kind of thing, like she's puts over top names because that's what Kiona did. Um, yeah, Unagi's run on the indies is like entertaining, but it's also a big what could have been. It's fallen off, I feel. Yeah, because like. yeah. it it had potential to be her like showing up and kind of like terrorizing every promotion and it being like this really fun storyline. But then they all just went, "Oh, you're losing to our ace or a legend," like. Or she kicked out the only member of the late division. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know how Sendai Girls or Diana just was like, oh, you're just going to lose to Kyoko anyway. Like, what? Like, <laughs> why? Like, you know, it's... I think it's because they realize that she's... Excuse me, she's around for the long haul. I guess, So it's like, oh, we don't fucking put care. Her, like, put her over. Make Like, she felt like a star for that first while on the indies, and it felt like they had a chance yeah. to really put stock into somebody who could be this like traveling you know top star for a, co- a couple of them kind of like Miyuki Takase when she left actress girls but much like Takase the entire scene was like no you're just gonna be in like random tags now and you're gonna lose to, fair, to legends Takase at least had a good six months I would say Unagi uh, kind of crumbled I don't know uh, like three months in. so I don't know she um, did feel yeah, that Takumi match that everybody liked I thought was like Okay. Really? Especially for Takumi. Nah. I thought I thought Takumi has has way better matches. I thought it was like a solid match, nonetheless. But I was just like, oh, this is that's a bit concerning. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the this is Unagi's greatest match of all time. I'm I'm concerned. Nah, I thought that was I've a good match, Unagi, a really so good I, match. So you know. But um, yeah. I mean, I appreciate what Unagi does. Um, but it's it was definitely just a case for a while there where it was very frustrating. Of like, you had a ready-made star handed to you. And you all said, no, we will put over our ace because, God forbid, you push anybody else. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, she she's going to be fun and she's going to be around for the long haul because she is not coming back to stardom. Uh, yeah, she's off the roster page now. Yeah, like, she's gone. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Gone, gone. I mean, credit to her. She's still, like, making it work on the indies. She gets a lot of bookings. So um, I mean, she's yeah, she's, she's popular and all over the place. But, I, I yeah, I, the matches I've seen from her on the indies are not phenomenal yeah which is why they should have leaned into the gimmick of her terrorizing everybody it would have been fun yeah but um yeah i mean like she's one of the people who could have benefited from leaning into comedy stuff i think we talked about this with a few people like natsu samire just why is she why is she doing serious just have her do the bits because that's kind of her for natsu especially that's natsu's like bread and butter she's one of the greatest undercard wrestlers of all time uh, because she's so like she just gets the like comedy aspect of it and just the you know nuisance aspect of it, and then Noah has her you know wrestling serious matches against Ayukihi and sometimes winning. Yeah. Why? Um, I do hate to do this. We do. We probably should speed this up because we've got a, a lot of questions still to go. Um, okay. will Ice Ribbon bounce back? Um, probably not. It's uh, no. they are good at you know pushing new people but they i don't think the situation is great for them and if they do come back it will be a long-term rebuild yeah i mean they they have like outsiders coming in more often mm-hmm. i guess uh and that's the first time i've wanted to watch it because uh you know Mio Momo knows there sometimes 
and now Miyagi's there. Uh, so like that, that's the first time I've wanted to watch it in a while. But at the same time, I don't really see a lot of value in it, and I don't see the value going up anytime soon. Yeah. Um, who will have more goals scored by the end of the season, Chelsea or Haaland? I mean, Haaland, he's, he's absurd. Um, but still. Now, uh, do you think Ida needs to leave Stars to progress and fill her golden generation tag, or is she now a lost cause? I don't think she's a lost I cause. I feel like... But I don't think she has a lot of upper trajectory. Yeah, like, who are you moving out of the way for Saya Ida? I mean, are you pushing yeah, her ahead of Hazuki? No. Are you pushing her ahead of Momo Watanabe? No. Are you pushing her ahead of Hanan? No. Are you pushing her ahead of Mariah May? No. Like, there's just a roadblock of talent in front of her that unless she finds, like, a good tag team partner to have a good tag run with, she's kind of where she's always going to be unless she leaves. But then she runs into the issue of she's going to be losing to people there except they'll be worse. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a matter of her finding a tag team mm. to kind of sink her teeth into more than anything. Um, again, a undercard belt would maybe not solve her problem, but it would make something achievable, um, which is something that I think is, and I know we'll, we'll speed this up a little bit, yes. but um, I think that's something that a lot of wrestlers could use, and that was always my thing with New Japan, is that you need achievable championships for every single wrestler, because if there's not, then the fans of that wrestler are going to be like, why the fuck am I watching? And the wrestler themselves is going to be like, why am I working here? Like, there's nothing achievable for me. Um, I think New Japan used to do that very well, not as much anymore. But yeah, uh, an undercard belt that is achievable for someone like Ida would be would work wonders. Um, but yeah, I think she just needs to kind of find a tag team that is going to work, and maybe she'll get a gas run eventually. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think it's a lost cause, but it's it's I think it's she a is. long shot that she. She's the last cause. Runs wild. It's too late for for the the gory Chan. Well, I mean, again, it also depends on what a, what a lost cause is. That's true. Because like, is Ishii a lost yes. cause? Like, I'm <laughs> he is now, but like Ishii has won fucking half the singles championships you can win. That's true. Uh, but he, you know, most of those really are in a weaker era. In fairness. Yes. But you know, Storm's gonna have a weaker era eventually. Mm, we we <laughs> already sure. had it, I think. Um, she was injured for it. Yes. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> the next question then is, uh, what is the best version of Konami? Um, I think TCS Konami was like the perfect blend of her, you know, natural personality and good wrestling. So I would go with TCS. Yeah, I'm gonna rank them. Um, Please don't. I'd say T- TCS and we Shooter have to preview are, New Blood. Like, Tyler, <laughs> like, no, I don't care about New Blood. TCS and TCS and Shooter and the Shooter are at the top, and then uh, Oedo ties at the bottom, and Queen's Quest is above God's Eye. Yeah, that is fair. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, is, actually, is there many more questions? Uh, ask about my book ideas, Dylan. What What are your book oh, ideas? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so my, my idea for a book is I want to write a biography about Chikuzu Nagayo. Oh, um, that is that is that is my ultimate goal. Uh, there's also other ones like I want to write a death a book about death matches, um, or at least the history of death matches, or even just the history of like a wrestling company. Um, the issue is is that Japan is so secretive, and they don't trust foreigners a lot, especially. I mean, we've seen documentaries about AJW where they just work the crew mm-hmm. like straight up. Um, so it's harder, and there aren't a lot of like uh, 
there's not a lot of precedent. There's not a lot of books about Japanese wrestling in English, um, especially biographies. Chris Charlton has two, like, that aren't biographies. But, yeah, so I really want to write a book about Chikusa Nagayo, and that involves a lot of interviewing. And a lot of interviewing involves either me learning Japanese or me having a very good translator, both of which take a lot of time and money. So those, that's my goal, is to write a book about Chikusa Nagayo, um, and Gaia and all of that great stuff that she's done over her career. Uh, but it's a, it's a long-shot goal. So, um, yeah, now that I said it out loud, I have to at least look further into it and try to get it somewhere so that's nice all right that's why i asked because I, mm-hmm. I wanted to get it onto uh, into the ether that is valid me sitting in my basement saying it is like yeah you're never gonna fucking do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the next one is uh tjpw again how likely is it yuka puts people over on her way out and does maki ito no. get a clean pinfall on a pillar in the builds to her versus mizuki um also no. yeah i would say Yuka will... Well, maybe she beats Shoko. I don't think so. I don't really... Well, she's Probably gone not. for two months to America in the build-up, so yeah. I don't think there's going to be many <laughs> previews for it. Um, And yeah. then, even then, I don't think they do, like, people pinning pillars in the build-up to, to matches. I would have to check, but I don't think they do it all that often. Um, Yuka will put over less people than everyone is expecting. I think they will make it yes. very important to beat her. She'll put over maybe two or three people, and one of them will be in the tag match. Yeah. Um, um, but it's not going to be like she loses every match from here on out. I think they're going to use it sparingly. Which I will say is good, because she's on my fantasy team, and I do not want her to lose of every course. match. Of um, course. see. Is it more likely we see a Hanan White Belt challenge or a Hanan Mayu Goddess challenge? Um, probably a Hanan White Belt. Um, but if anything, I think they'd run back an Artists of Stardom challenge. Yeah. Um... She she ha- she can do both. She can do all three at this rate. I think that there is room for her to be filler defenses or filler challenges. Um, I don't know if we see a white belt challenge because I feel like they might want to not have Hanan get to the point where she has fucking she's zero and seven in white belt matches. Like Kid um, is, you know, she's not literally, but or like Kazuki is even. Uh, I think they kind of want to save it for when she starts being a serious threat. So I, I would say the goddess challenge is more likely or artist challenge this year. Um, next year, I imagine, is when she starts becoming a serious threat for the for the titles. All right, that's fair. Um, what's the next one? Okay, uh, top five Joshi promotions, excluding Stardom and TJPW. I don't know if this means all time or current, um, but I assume it's current. Um, let's yeah, see. Current. Number one, Sendai Girls. They're pretty amazing. I feel like they're like consistently one of the best as far as good matches. Um, then I would put Wave, because Wave is fun. Uh, mm, probably Ice Ribbon, just on sheer output. I think they're third. <laughs> um, then Seedling. Seedling has fallen a lot. You've been watching Actress? Oh, yeah. I, f- I feel like I forget them every time. I haven't. but I f- Actress oh, is I really fun. I, I yeah, Actress would probably be number two, which would shove everybody down. And then Seedling is number yeah. five. Because I feel like ceiling has fallen off pretty heavily from where it used to be, but it still has flashes. Um, you know, like Rico Kawahata and Arisa Nakajima, great. He also he also didn't even mention TJPW. It said excluding <laughs> TJPW. Yeah, oh, excluding Stardom and TJPW. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Then yeah, for me, it's uh, it's Wave. Wave is like my favorite indie. Um. 
then Sendai Girls, even though I haven't seen any of it this year because I haven't gotten around to it. Um, yeah, so Wave, Sendai Girls, then I'd say Seedling, mm. and then I'd say Marvelous. Those are the those are the four that I watch mostly. I don't know if I'm forgetting one. Yeah. Oz Academy is five, fifth, maybe, because that's the other one that I watch on occasion. Um, I've actually been watching a lot more Puro this year. Yeah. Than, oh, I uh, forgot Pure J. Maybe not online. a lot more than just. Damn, Pure J is great. Yeah, Shit. I don't... Pure J is probably number I don't three. Watch a lot of Pure... Pure J is number three. They're really good. I like Pure J. Damn, so wave down to four. Yeah. That's rough. Wave um, really is not as fun as it used to be. They're really missing Ozaki. No. Yeah, and I mean, Marvelous I love Wave, but Wave it was it was great when Marvelous would show up there. Um, but yeah, my top three is uh, it's, I can't even remember what I said anymore. <laughs> Sendai Girls, Actress, and Pure J, because yeah, Pure J is pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, my my top three are Wave, uh, Sendai, and Seedling. Okay. Um, then it's Stardom top five all time. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Number one is Mayu Uitani, obviously. Uh, the icon. Are we talking about favorite or are we talking about like best? Yeah, favorite, I guess. I'll just go favorite. Uh, number two um, go is Arisa Hoshki. There will never be another Arisa Hoshki. Uh, number three, Kagetsu. I mean, Yurishino uh, is what got me into stardom fully. So I, I feel like he has to be there. Um, number four, I would say Yuzuki Aikawa. She was fun, and I loved Yuzuki. And five, then maybe like peak Momotanabe, if that counts, because she was she was on a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, mine are number one's Kagetsu, of course, obviously. Um, number two is Azumi. Mm-hmm. Number three is Mayu. Fuck, this is hard. Um, hmm. Number four is let's go with let's go with Hana. Oh yeah. And then number five might be Utami. Whoa. Or maybe Arisa. Utami or Arisa. Okay. Utami or Arisa. Because like yeah. I I think Arisa's over over Utami. Yeah, but not by as much as like I love Arisa, but like you know, a year of of me watching her is for as phenomenal as that year was and as groundbreaking as that year was. It's like it's it's hard to compare her to someone who's been wrestling for the past five years yeah. and that I've been watching and rooting on for so long. So Arisa and Utami are kind of tied for fifth. I would lean Arisa right now, but in a year's time, it could be Utami over Arisa. That is valid. Um, that is all the questions. So. Uh, oh, one more question. Is there? Are you sure? Okay, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the other oh, chat. Yeah. Um, so his his question is, if there was a draft today, um, who would be the first pick for each uh, faction? So like if Shuri won the you know first pick, who would she pick if uh, Natsuko won the first pick? Okay. Who would she pick? And you can't pick uh, a leader. No, because the leaders are picked. Right. Um, okay, that is a good question. Um, I think you'd have to go with Sayaka Matani. 
15 are, are, months as a white belt champion. You know, outside yeah. of the leaders, probably has the most pedigree. I feel like Micah would be because I I also think of it as like a character thing, like who would fit where. Like there, it's very unlikely that someone like you know, um, like a a way to tie would pick a Sayakamitani. I feel like anybody could pick a Micah, um, and they would feel like it would it would, you know, blend well. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would probably say Micah. Or, I mean, they also like doing the young talent, so I could also see Suzu. Like, I think Suzu is, like, kind of, like, that, like, ideal mm. first pick. Because back in the day, it was always Azumi and Kid. Yeah. Like, those were always the first pick. Um, so I can kind of see Suzu being that. But, I mean, she's older now, and everybody's older now. Uh, maybe a Hanan as well. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a good question. Uh, there's also, like, character-specific. So, like, if Shuri got the first pick, again, I think somebody like Micah she would pick up. She'd um, pick Hinaba. Yes, that would be that would be like the the traditional in terms of young talent that you pick first. Uh, Inaba would be the the pick. But if we're talking about someone new that a faction would pick up, it would be a it would be like Micah for Shuri. You know, Maya would probably pick up Sarah. Um, Queen's Quest. I don't know. Utami would pick up Ida, but I don't think Ida is a Queen's Quest mm-hmm. wrestler. That's why it's like all over the place. Um, so you know, it, it's a it's a good question, but it's kind of. It's it's a shame that we left it for when we have five minutes yes. left because it's it's a bit more you know elaborate that we'd have to dig into if we wanted to. Um, but yeah, I, I like that thought experience. Yeah, that was a fun Q and A. I did not expect this to take so yeah. long, but uh, we will just preview the the New Blood Eight show because um, it's a good card. Uh, this show is on Friday. Yeah, Friday the twelfth of May. It's going to be free on YouTube. Stardom's already said it. Um, the opening match, they have this as the opener, but I assume it'll main event. It's Tam Nakano versus Tam <laughs> Nakano, and uh, it's it's Tam versus now Ishikawa. Um, for... I love how it says Cosmic Angels question mark. That's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> They've really gone all in on this one, um, and it's very fun. So yeah, it's I'm into it. I imagine it'll be a fun match. Yeah, now Ishikawa is pretty good. Uh, she hits a hell of a German, so that's all I need. As long as, as, long as Tam doesn't make it serious and just does the comedy for yes. that part of it. Um, for the character part of it, then the the work rate will carry itself. That is true. I, I think it'll be fun. Um, the match then that's probably likely to start, Wakasukiyama versus Aya Sakura. Um, oh boy. Um, Terrible. Then we have Hanan and Hina versus Tomoka. Waka's winning, yes, by the way. Yes, of course. Uh, versus Tomoka and Azusa Inaba. Um, I mean, Azusa's probably taking the pin because she's a pretty easy pin eater. Yes. Um, she did just get her first win, though. She did, yeah. But I think, was it over Hisoka? Yeah, they're like the two young'uns. Uh, also, Yu is going yeah. to eat Azusa alive in the semifinals, so <laughs> she might not make it. I forgot that Yu was in that yeah. shit. Like, uh, like, oh man, that's funny. That's fucked yeah. up, too. For Azusa. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's um, she's definitely eating a pin. The Minamis win. Yes, definitely. Yeah, win. Uh, we then have Mai Sakurai and Chan Yota versus Suzu Suzuki and Mei Sarah. Uh, so yeah, probably Suzu and Mei win. Uh, very excited to see Suzu and Chan Yota wrestle. That is that is beast. That'll be huge. Uh, that'll be huge. Shout out! Hell yeah! Uh, we then have Nanai Takahashi and Rocka in a passion injection match. Um, I mean, Nanai is gonna win, but that could do a lot for Rocka based on the tag from Karkin the other month. Yeah, this is this is a surprise. This is a surprisingly highly anticipated match for me. I I, I like this one. Yeah. Um, Rocka is such a shit starter, and Nanai is the shit starter. Yeah. So. 
I'm rocking with it. Um, the next match then is a Supernova five-match series, fourth round. It's Miyu Amasaki versus Momo Abe. Um, Miyu has been very fired up in the lead-up to this, so hopefully it brings out the best in her. But if not, Momo will beat the shit out of her. So that's that's good. Yeah, I hope it's just I hope it, I hope it's just Momo laying it in. Right? Yeah. I hope it's not too much of just her kind of doing the rounds type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's her like. I, I, I miss the Unagi series where everybody just absolutely <laughs> tried to kill Yeah, them. that was um, great. They need more of that. Uh, and yeah, I think Momo should be able to deliver that. But We hope. Um, the next match is a Future of Stardom Championship match. Amisori defends against Rina. Um, I think this is a world in which Rina wins by like loads of interference because they want to get the belt off of Ami, but she also might just retain. Yeah, because Waka needs it yeah. in the next three months. And she like that's that's just what she's yeah. doing. Uh, she challenged for it already. So I feel like Rina over Ami using interference would be smart, so that Waka can win it. As much as I'm not a big Ami fan, Waka should not beat Ami Sore. <laughs> quite frankly, um, that would also not be a good she match beat Inai. at all. It would also be terrible. Yeah. Um, so for multiple reasons, I think Rina should win this. Not just me being a fan of Rina, a bigger fan, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because Rina is more beatable. And if you want Waka to win, uh, beating a goddess champion is not the way to do it. Even though she already did that once. So True that. Nice. True that. Um, then the main event is the New Blood Tag Championship match. It's Starlight Kid and Karma versus Lady C and Hanako. Um, yeah, these New Blood Tag Belts aren't changing hands anytime soon because Karma is now the champion of Diana. And she ain't losing in stardom. So, uh... I hate that shit so much, because Lady C and Hanako are the perfect New Blood champions. Yeah. Like, they, they are the quote-unquote New Blood. That is the entire point. <laughs> like, even though they're, you know, Lady C's older, but, like, that this is this is what the belts were made for. Our tag teams like Hanako and Lady C. Uh, That's true. So it's a shame that they are, they are fodder here. Because uh, I think they could be a ta- good tag team. We haven't seen them yet, but they feel like they just kind of they, they they seem like they would click, and not just because they're both tall, but mm. because, you know, they seem like they both click. That is fair. Um, but yeah, that's the only show really worth Towers previewing, because the the next show is a house show, and the cork and card is all tags. Like, it is terrible. Um, so yeah, that is that show. Uh, we are right up against the wire, so we will see you next week to review New Blood 8, and we will presumably review this Corkin and whatever the house show brings us. Um, so yeah, stick around. This is the last, this is the last, uh, time Hameka is not retired. Oh, wow. We will have our talk. That is true. That is crazy. Man. Everybody go check out my buddy Wake Up Scory's video of Hameka. It's called Earn because it's based on the Earn song. Whatever. Good, good video. Good music video. Um, it's on Twitter. And it made me tear up a little bit last night because I was very sad. Because I was like, damn, this is, this is, this is it. Like, it's really, it, we're really here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Jumbo Princess will be missed. Uh, but, yeah, everybody enjoy New Blood. It looks like a good show. And we'll talk next week, and you will listen, because you love Stardom Quest. Hell, yeah. All right, with that, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe.